Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Strategy Skills Podcast. We are continuing answering questions about the very significant, pivotal, I would say, strategy, aka visioning workshop that we held with the executive team, a very successful workshop. But it is a skill you have to master if you want to work at the executive levels, not be an analyst or an associate working in strategy. But if you want to be a senior person in strategy, you have to be able to run these workshops. They happen in every company. They are pivotal. You can't get around them. So today's question was, um, to me, the answer should be obvious, but I'm going to discuss it anyway, because I'm going to do the discussion in a slightly different way. So the value is the way I'm going to answer the question versus really the answer itself, because the answer is obvious. So should I email the full deck to participants before the workshop? The answer is obviously no. But here's the deeper insight Forget about why, the why and so on we'll get to, but the deep insight is this. The entire firm's consulting exists to teach you how to answer problems yourself. That's why we exist. We teach you how to solve complex problems. We teach you how to solve simple problems which an aggregate can solve a complex problem. We teach you how to solve a complex problem by itself without aggregate small steps before it. So when someone mails this to me, I'm thinking to myself, okay, we've spent the whole time teaching you how to solve a question. This is a simple question. What you should be doing is thinking about the answer yourself before asking me because you need to be practicing problem solving at all times. That is the value of it. You've got to be thinking about it all the time. If you just dash off a question, expect me to give you the answer, I can give you the answer, but you don't know how I arrived at the answer. What's more important is not the answer, but how I arrived at the answer and your ability to deploy the same technique to arrive at an answer when I am not there to tell you the answer. Most people don't think that way. I get so many emails from people telling me, Michael, just tell me the answer. Just tell me the steps I need to follow. And I always tell them, I can't tell you the steps you need to follow because I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about the background that you are in. I don't know who you've upset in your company. I don't know who your allies are. I don't know the resources you have. I don't know the position your firm is in. I don't know the country you're in. I don't know the cultural issues you will face. Therefore, I cannot recommend a strategy because some strategies, I'm a direct person because I worked a lot with Western consultants and I worked in Canada and the United States and so on. We are direct. That's not going to work in some countries. So just knowing the answer never helps you because the answer is the answer for someone. It's not an answer for you, right? So what I'm going to teach you here is we're going to go through this together to figure out why the answer is no. So let's think about this, right? Should I email the full deck to participants before the workshop? The first question is, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do What are you trying to achieve by emailing the full deck to participants before the workshop? Now, remember, the full deck, the client never sees, right? The client never sees the full deck. When you say full deck, I'm assuming you mean all the slides, all the 600, 700, 800 slides done for the workshop, not just the 50-odd slides we present in the workshop, but all of the slides. Even if you assume it to be just the slides presented, should I email the full deck to participants before the workshop? Let's work through this, right? So you go to your computer, you type up the messages, right? So you open up your email browser and you go in and you copy all the people and you say, Dear XXX team, here you will find the full deck for the workshop that we're going to present. 
what do you want them to do with this? Do you want them to send you any questions they have? Do you want them to read it? Do you want them to print it? So let's just go through that, right? So you're going to email this to executives. Now, doesn't this defeat the principle of pre-presenting whereby you should be there to talk the executive through everything so they understand what is happening, so you are sure your content is understandable, you are there to capture any feedback they may have, you are there to capture their concerns, you are there to help them articulate their concerns. Sometimes the executive doesn't know what his concern is and you need to help him sift through that and word it correctly. If you mail it to them, how sure are you that firstly they're going to print it, that they're going to look at it, that they're going to take time to understand it? Most people, human nature is that when you give them something to do, they leave it for the last minute. If you email a deck to them, can't they email it to anyone else? How would you be able to control the content and the narrative around this? If you email the entire deck 500 slides, why would you send 500 slides? Usually if I dig deep enough when people tell me they want to do that, it's because they want to impress the client with how much work they have done. You know, you do realize that doing a lot of work doesn't mean the client is going to be happy with the work. It doesn't mean the client's going to be pleased with the analysis and the output. It doesn't mean the client is going to not attack you for having the wrong insights in a workshop. If you want to email the full deck to participants, I would say that a lot of the key concepts around communication and management, you I think may have misunderstood it and maybe skip through it. In management consulting, we always control everything as much as we can. We control everything. We control our image very carefully. We control what is said about us very carefully. We control the movement of our information very carefully. I would never email the 500 slide deck document to the client because you're giving them 500 slides that can be open to misinterpretation. You're basically telling them, here's everything. You decide what is important, Mr. Client, because I'm not going to tell you. And clients will get lost. In fact, they will start focusing on things that are not important because they don't know it's not important because you mailed it to them. So I would say you never email the full deck to participants before the workshop. You have the pre-presents where you take the deck with them. You talk them through each step. That's important. A client executive team doesn't have to read everything in a slide. You need to understand that this is not a junior member of the team on the client side whose job is to read every footnote and understand everything. Senior executives don't read everything. That's not their job. Their job is not to make time to analyze everything to the nth degree. Their job is to make time to discuss the most important concepts which their advisors, in this case the consultant, should feed to them. But at no point would you ever expect the CEO reads every part of a slide and needs the time to read every part of a slide. It just doesn't happen. It's worthless for him to do that. He needs to focus on the most important things. And your job as the partner and the consulting team is to feed that to them. So if you're going to meet the client for a pre-present, why do you need to email it beforehand? It doesn't make sense. They're not going to make time to review it. And even if they make time to review it, they're going to review it and potentially focus on the wrong thing and misunderstand things, which means a discussion could start up discussing something that's actually not important because the client thinks it's important because they reviewed the slides when you were not there. It is far better to go to the client, sit down and work through the things together. And again, the client doesn't have to read every single data point. That's a myth we have about slides. We think that, well, I put so much effort into the slides, everything must be discussed with the client. No, if I have a slide, I'm not going to discuss everything on that slide with the client. I'm going to discuss the main insight. If there's three graphs or three exhibits laid side by side to make a point, I'm not going to discuss each exhibit. I'm going to say, what this is showing us is following trend. And I'll discuss that trend. But the slides are there to support that. The slides are certainly not there to be discussed whereby, you know, if you look at the first graph on the x-axis, we have this and on the 
y-axis, we have this point, and you can see this trend going up, which tells us x. If you look at the second graph, and then it tells us y, it tells us z. If you look at all three together, it shows us the following. It's a waste of time. You've got to get to the point very fast. This is not a case interview where you need to prove your ability to read an exhibit to a client. There is no need for that. So to get back to the main point, emailing the full deck is a very bad idea unless you have some really deep strategy reason for doing this beyond impressing the client and being very bad at managing your time, which is why you didn't create time for pre-presents and you're trying to make up for that lack of allocating time for pre-presents by mailing the deck to a client. Not making time for pre-presents is not solved by mailing the deck to a client. If you don't make time for pre-presents and you inundate the client with more data and you don't have time to explain to them, you've just compounded the problem because the client's gonna come into the presentation and you've got 20 people in the room, you've got 500 slides. So 20 people can be anywhere on those slides and you've got to explain it to them, which is a bad idea. If you email 50 slides to 20 people, you have the same problem. 50 slides is a lot. People don't understand everything. They may misinterpret it. So you're going to spend a large chunk of your workshop first getting everyone onto the same to focus on one issue that you think is important because everyone will prioritize different issues. And second, once you get them to focus on that one issue, you have to explain that one issue to them because everyone will have a different understanding. So you've just wasted an hour. And that's just one issue. And a workshop's not about explaining issues. It's about making decisions. That's a very big mistake people make. They say, we're going to have a workshop to discuss some ideas. No, you don't have workshops to discuss ideas. You have workshops to make decisions. Somewhere down the line, workshops became updates. Workshops are not updates. You know, it's a real privilege. It's a really powerful thing to have 20 or 5 or 6, whatever the numbers of the most powerful decision makers in a room, right? That's why we call them. We call them decision makers for a reason. They make decisions. We don't call them information gatherers. We're not bringing together the top six information gatherers, the top six thought leaders of the company, where we discuss thoughts or we let them gather information. No, we bring together the top six decision makers. So a workshop must be about making a decision, which is about laying the groundwork, doing the footwork to arrive at the point whereby you can make a decision. Decision. Now, if on the other hand, you are gathering the six information gatherers in the company, the head of all the libraries around the organization, then maybe you should make a decision. But honestly, you call them decision makers for the reason they make decisions. So when you bring them together, you got to manage things such that they can make a decision. So I don't see any reason to email the full deck to anyone beforehand. You may email the full deck once you've had the pre-present, once you've addressed their concerns in it, then you can send it to them. But even then, I've never done that. And the reason I don't do that is because sometimes people will review the deck again, but because we're not there to explain things, they may develop a misunderstanding, which then infects or permeates the entire meeting. You've taken them through it. They're very busy people. It's not like they have time on a Thursday evening before they watch Mad Men to read the deck. They don't have time. They're not going to make time. You make the meeting count. You don't email the deck. They don't need to see the email the deck. Right? These are not people that want to look at beautiful analysis. It's a waste of time for them. Give them the information to make a decision, but make sure that you're moving things towards making a decision. Anything that moves you away from making a decision, which is sharing too much information, inundating them with information, not being there to explain things, actually hurts you. So from the insight here is not what the answer is. It's about at this point, you should be practicing developing answers yourself because that's what we teach how to solve problems. If you just say, well, Michael, I don't know what to do here. Well, what do you think you need to do here? You know, I've got clients who write to me all the time and say, Michael, I don't know what to do. So I'll ask them, what do you think you need to do? What do you think is the right step we need to take? And that's what you need to practice doing. If you fall into the trap of never being able to generate answers, you'll be paralyzed. You won't be able to move forward because you'll say, well, I don't know what to do here because there's a gap. Tell me what to do. You've got to figure it out. 
You've seen the way we think. Follow the thought process. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be good enough. As always, if you have any comments or questions, please feel free to post them and I'll be more than happy to respond. As an aside, if you're enjoying this podcast series, which is routinely ranked in the top five and top 10 in the world for Korea, sometimes number one in some countries, obviously it's because of people like you who listen to us and respect our guidance and want to learn from partners. I would appreciate it if you took the time to post a review on iTunes because those things actually help us quite a bit. It may seem like a small thing. It may seem minor. You may be busy. And I understand everyone's got a lot of things to do. But if you have the time, if you find this useful, it would help us. This is a free channel. We put a lot of effort into it to get it out there. We enjoy doing it. I like being able to connect with so many people around the world. If you enjoy it, if you find it useful, please post a sincere review. That will definitely help us. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.